This ain't your average f***ing online marketing podcast. This is the Dave Sharp Show. Hey there, my friend. This is Dave Sharp. Welcome to the Dave Sharp Show. And inside of this episode, I'm going to talk about something that's sexy to me, but for some reason it's not so sexy to other business owners and marketers because they're always looking for the mechanical stuff. Where do I click? What do I press? Where do I post this? But really, 99% of the nearly half a million people that I've worked with, coached, and who have bought my courses and come to seminars that I've done are all being held back by one thing, and that is fear. It's giving a shit what other people think. It's being wrapped up and tied down to the fears that you developed as a child. It's being held back by the things that you adopted from your parents and other family members and influences in your early childhood that are still holding you down from being the best possible version of yourself. And I'm also going to show you and teach you inside of this episode four different ways that you can develop an abundant mindset versus continuing to live your life with a lack mindset. This one's going to be powerful. Let's jump in. Fear. What do I, um, what do I fear most? And one of the acronyms that I actually like for fear is we've all heard the acronym F everything and run. But one of the ones that I like as much or more as, as anything is false emotions appearing real. Okay, let me say that again. False emotions appearing real. And the reason why I like that so much is because every single emotion that we have is, is, is legitimate, right? It's, it's, Nobody wants to be invalidated and told that they're not scared or they're not angry or they're not happy or whatever like that. Like nobody wants somebody to tell them that. But the truth of the matter is, is that every feeling is not a fact, although it's fact that we feel. And I heard that one time a long time ago. It always stuck with me and it plays into the false emotions appearing real perfectly because every single day, like literally every single day, even though you may watch these videos or you may have come to some event or bought a training course of mine and thought, oh, this dude has no fear. Like, I don't know if that's actually what you thought, but it seems like sometimes people talk to me as if I have no fear. And the truth of the matter is I don't. Just kidding. I have fears every day. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I, I'm terrified of things. Like I, I, I have emotions just like every other human being. I have anxieties. I have um, I future trip about stuff. Like I'm all up in the future. I'm tripping about the past. Like, but that's, I'm having the human experience. And there's not a whole lot of people who do personal development or YouTube videos on these subjects that will actually admit that. But the truth of the matter is, is that I'm not trying to run game on you. I'm not trying to act as if I'm invincible or I'm up on some soapbox and I don't have the same real-life human experiences that you do. Look, I've experienced heartache, depression, sadness, anger, rage, all the same things that you've experienced. And the truth of the matter is, is that although I've conditioned myself over the months and years to be able to manage my emotions quite a bit better than I used to be able to manage them, I still have them appear, appear, there's that word, 
appear every single day. And so what I try to do when I have fears that come up, whether that's fear of success, which some of us are actually afraid of success, or whether that's fear of not being successful, whether that's fear of rejection, or fear of not being accepted, which are some of the most common runs if we think about it. Like there's really common fears that everybody experiences, or most people do, that really I think holds us back the most from being our true selves, from being our best selves, from going out there and really crushing it. Whatever fear that's appearing inside of my life, I try to just go back to this acronym and realize it's a false emotion that's appearing real. Like most of the time when I'm tripping about something, it's not even grounded in any evidence, meaning that I don't even have any evidence of this fear that I'm tripping about happening. It's just something that I'm conjuring up inside of my mind. It's something that I'm catastrophizing uh, based off of you know, some thought that I had because most human beings think about the worst possible situation that could happen, obsess about that, and then what that does is because we visualize that situation actually happening, we visualize it over and over and over again, guess what? We actually manifest that outcome. And so what I try to do when I realize, when I become aware that these false emotions are appearing inside of my life, I try to become aware of them. I don't initially try to just get rid of them and act like I don't have them because then I'm going to show up inauthentic. But what I try to do is I try to acknowledge that I'm having that fear. Like, hey, look, I'm, I'm afraid. And I often share that with somebody. So what I'll do is I'll share that with my wife or I'll share that with somebody that I trust. Hey, look, I'm really anxious about this. I find that when I have fear, actually sharing it with somebody, like, at least decreases it 50%. So once I've shared that with somebody, and a lot of times if it's somebody that I trust, and that's safe for me to share it with, they'll come back with, Dave, that's, that's crazy, man. That, you know, and they'll, they'll give me some perspective that helps me. And then I'll actually, because I'm now aware that I'm having that fear, now I'll begin to purposefully visualize the opposite. I'll purposefully begin to visualize a positive outcome, the opposite of whatever I was, I was in fear about. And the rest... I try to put in God's hands, man. The truth of the matter is, is because ultimately, uh, you know, I can only show up, okay? And I think that that's what most of us fail to realize is that, you know, if we show up and give it our best, like if we show up and truly show out, if we show up and truly do everything that we can to give it all we got, then Almost every time the actual evidence is inside of our life that it works out in our favor, like it's okay. If you think back to all of the different times that you've worried and you've feared yourself out of something or freaked yourself out, which like we as human beings do this every day, every time you've done that, like it's been okay, even despite your own thinking. So when fear comes up, Again, try to share it with somebody. Try to share it with one person. Find one person that's not going to shame you for it, that's not going to put you down for it, that's just going to like accept you for who you are. 
and share, man, that fear. Don't keep it bottled up inside because then what happens is, is you become, what I like to say, emotionally constipated. Share it, man. Get it out. Get it out. Let somebody know. And then try to visualize the opposite. Try to visualize instead of the worst case scenario, try to visualize the best case scenario. Visualize you and yourself as your best self, as the situation occurring and happening exactly as you'd like it to occur and happen, and then let the rest go. Mindset versus a lack mindset. Number one is understand first the difference between a million, a billion, in a trillion dollars. Now, hey, Dave, hold on a second. Like, for what? I don't even have $20. The reason why you need to understand the difference between a million, billion, and a trillion dollars, if, especially if you don't have the money that you want or the money that you deserve or even enough money to live on right now, is you need to understand how much money is actually in the world. And When you understand how much money, even if we're more specific, how much money is in the United States of America, you'll begin to start to really kind of ask yourself and scratch your head and say, why am I having such a hard time getting my tiny, itsy, bitsy, pimple on the freckle of a gnat's ass slice of the pie? Because our, and this is according uh, to the nationalpriorities.org in the fiscal year of 2015, the federal budget was $3.8 trillion. Okay? And these trillions, that was just the government budget, they, these trillions make up 21% of the U.S. economy. That was by nationalpriorities.org, that report. So in the fiscal year of 2015, so that was, you can imagine what it is now, 3.8 trillion was just (laughs) 21% of the U.S. economy. All right, now you might be thinking, okay, trillion, million, billion, they're all the same, right? They're far from the same. Let me break down some statistics in terms of time so it will help you kind of better gauge the difference between a million and a billion and a trillion. If we were to look at a million seconds, that would last 12 days. If we were to look at a billion seconds, that would last 31 years. And if we were to look at a trillion seconds, that would be 31,688 years. That's mind-boggling. So, Now let's tie that back into the butt. Let me give you one more stat. A million minutes ago, okay, a million minutes ago, not seconds, but million uh, minutes, was one year, 329 days, 10 hours, and 40 minutes ago. That was a million minutes ago. A billion minutes ago (laughs) was just after the time of Christ. So a million minutes ago was about just under two years, a billion minutes ago, was just after the time of Christ. Like, think about the diff... Just, let's just have a moment of meditation <laughs> to think about that statistic and the difference just between a million and a billion. So, if you're bunching millionaires and billionaires in the same bucket, you're, wrong, you're really wrong there. 
because a million and a billion are two totally different. But again, let's tie that back into the federal budget, government budget, $3.8 trillion, and that's 21% of the U.S. economy. So that's how much money is just in the United States of America. That's not world. That's just the United States of America. When you realize and you begin to realize how much money is circulating through the banks, through businesses that people have, you begin to realize that, wow, there's a lot of money out there. And the little bit of money that maybe you're trying to hold on to be and not invest in education or not invest in things in your business or not invest in furthering, because money is resources. Money is not everything, but money is a resource that helps you get what you want, helps you, it, it helps further your happiness. Money doesn't make you happy, but the things that money can buy will make you happy. Like time with your family, like a safe car to drive them around in, like a nice house to be able to have a nice roof over their head. Do you agree? All right, so money won't make you happy, but what money can buy you will make you happy. It's everything. <laughs> the health care that you have, the doctors that you see where your kids go to school. All right? So when you begin to realize all of that money is circulating throughout the businesses and in people's bank accounts, why are you having such a hard time getting your portion of the pie? Well, first and foremost, it's because most people don't understand how much money is really out there. And so they have a lack mentality around not only hoarding and keeping, holding on to the money that they have, budget, clipping coupons. No offense if you clip coupons, but you might be want to worry about the top line instead of the where you can cut cost. Because if you're clipping coupons, I, I, I know exactly how to solve your problem, which is make more money. It's going to make your life a lot better and easier than trying to save money everywhere you go because that's the exact difference between an abundant and a lack mentality. Does that mean that trying to save, being frugal, not taking big risk, right? Warren Buffett's number one piece of financial advice is just don't lose money. You would think a guy that's worth $80 billion, his, his wise words of wisdom would be like, some complicated formula for multiplying his billions of dollars. It's not. It's just don't lose. So trying to save money or not losing money, it's absolutely smart. But if that's the entire focus of your day and your life all the time, you're most likely operating out of a lack mentality. Now, an abundant mentality, there's some characteristics of an abundant mentality, and I want to talk about some of those now. First and foremost, Stop being jealous of successful people. If you see yourself or find yourself scrolling social media or whatever and you can't find, your, can't find it in yourself to be happy for somebody else, you're operating out of a lack mentality. And by the way, there's nothing wrong with you and that doesn't mean that you should feel shameful or bad about yourself. But what we realize when we, when we, we become aware that we're operating out of a lack mentality is that we're just creating our own reality, right? We're creating our own reality. So in turn, by me being jealous, by me criticizing, my, by me not being able to, to be happy for somebody, I'm blocking myself from being able to, from abundance. I'm just blocking it. It's not going to come in my life. It's just not. It's just the laws of the universe. They're way too complicated for me to try to explain. They're miraculous. Like the laws of the universe are miraculous, but if you're jealous, 
If you're always criticizing, if you can't be happy for somebody, just know you ain't going to get wealthy. It's just, it's just how that it works. If you're looking for science, oh, Dave, give me some science behind that. Just your life is the proof, <laughs> right? Your life is the proof. If you can't get happy for somebody, then if you do have some success and other people aren't happy for you, it's like, well, people won't be happy for me. Right, right? Because what goes out comes back, all right? So here's the next thing that can help you transition from a lack to an abundant mentality. I want to tell you a little story. I was at a hotel and I was on vacation and I walked into a restaurant and I said, hey, look, the coffee shop line was super long and I just, I want to get a coffee. Would you just fix me a coffee and I'll just pay you for it? So he went back, he got the coffee, he brought it out to me and he said, this one's on me. My initial reaction was like, oh no, I can't accept that because that's what I did for years, right? Those old beliefs and values about money and about abundance or lack tend to creep in. We relapse back into them, even if we've worked our way out of them. So my first re initial reaction was, whoa, um, I, I, can't right? I can't accept that gift. What am I really saying? I don't deserve it. But very quickly, I was like, thank you. And I just accepted it and moved out, walked out with my shoulders held back like I'm totally worthy of receiving a gift. Have you ever either given a gift to somebody or been the receiver of a gift and said, no, I can't accept this. I, I can't. It's called looking the gift horse in the mouth. If you want to transition from a lack to an abundance mentality, be able to receive. You have to be able to receive things into your life, whether it be a small or a large gift, whether it be somebody offering you a raise, whether it be a client paying you a high, large sum of money. The first way, I have a lot of clients who want to charge more in their current businesses. As a matter of fact, I talk to people in our business complex sometimes in our building about their businesses. They, everybody wants to charge more. I talk to marketers all the time about wanting to sell higher priced products. But the first law and rule that you have to follow if you want to be able to make more money, raise your prices, is you have to be able to receive that sum of money. And most people don't feel comfortable receiving that money, right? So you have to be able to receive gifts and, and, and large sums of money. You have to be, you have to, I believe that the bedrock of success is self-esteem. And so it's all about feeling worthy, knowing that you are worthy of the things that people give you, that people offer you. And if you ever want to be highly successful and earn large sums of money, you have to be able to receive those large sums of money. Okay? All right. Here's the next thing. Visualize. Visualize. Visualize yourself being successful, yourself being wealthy. The mind is a powerful thing, way more powerful than we give it credit for. And to be able to visualize yourself being successful is the process of manifesting. This is not hoo-hoo bullshit, by the way, if, if, in case you think that it is. If you want science, there's a lot of it out there that proves, that shows studies that have been done about visualization. For me, it, one of the most tangible examples was I was terrified of public speaking. And of, soon, 
I would instead, you know, I eventually, instead of visualizing myself get it, getting up on stage and con- completely blowing it, I would begin to visualize myself being powerful in the room, um, powerful physical movements, being, uh, being, having a powerful presence, projecting, uh, you know, just owning the room. And I would, I would rehearse that over and over again. And eventually, my talks, when I got into the room, even if I wasn't f- familiar with the exact dimensions of the room or what it was going to look like, I had envisioned myself with the people, and I had envisioned and rehearsed my own performance, and it was like I had done it a hundred times before. That's the power of visualization. And so early on in my entrepreneur career, I started to visualize myself and even act as if I was already successful. And what that did was it attracted success to me. People began to treat me differently than when I visualized myself being a big fat failure and not worthy of any success. So put your shoulders back a little bit, hold your head a little higher, and begin to speak with a little bit more conviction, even if you don't believe it right now. And close your eyes several times throughout the day and envision driving the car you want. What does it look like? What does the interior look like? What does the steering wheel, what does, the, what does it look like to look out of the front window? Envision the house that you live in. What does the paint look like? What is the exterior coating? What are the countertops that you want? What sort of flooring? What does the backyard look like? Envision, but most importantly, envision you in that environment. I want, here's an easier place to start. The things that you're already doing on a daily basis, I want you to begin to visualize yourself just being the absolute best version of yourself in those situations. So in terms of your relationships, envision, visualize you being a more present parent, you being able to work through a, a situation with your spouse. How, do you, how would you visualize, if it was a perfect scenario, how would you visualize yourself in a social setting? So many people have social anxiety, but it's like, Leading up to that situation is all they're doing is visualizing a big fat train wreck. Instead, visualize yourself walking into the room and owning the room, shaking hands, kissing babies, whatever you want to do, right? And visualize yourself um, being the best version of yourself at work. If you're in sales, visualize. If you're marketing, visualize yourself. How are you going to sit down at your computer? How are you going to operate? How are you going to sit? How do you look? Right? And oftentimes, um, you know, maybe have somebody else take a picture of you, you know, in, in sort of your lower self and then your higher self. Right? You'll see the subtle differences in your physiology, and it makes all of the difference. Here's my final words. You deserve an abundant life. You deserve to be wealthy. You were born rich, you were just made poor. Practice, put these things into practice so you can get the life that you truly deserve. Hey, thanks for listening. Please subscribe to the podcast for notifications of new episodes. And if you'd leave me a review on iTunes, it would mean the world to me. Also, if you want my number one recommendation to make money online, then head over to davesharpshow.com and download the free report. I'll see you on the next episode.